In every neighborhood, there is one house that adults whisper about and children cross the street to avoid. Now, Wes Craven, creator of A Nightmare on Elm Street, takes you inside. Something's in there. But we gotta get out of here, Leroy. All sorts of rumors about what goes on in that house. The police never took it serious. She's been feeding that thing between the walls again. Very, very tense about this. There must be another way out. Can't get out. No one ever has. What goes on in this house is a sin. Father's one sick mother, you know that? Actually, your mother's one sick mother, too. But what goes on under the stairs <laughs> is a nightmare. It is time to clean house! Hey guys, that's right. This week we are going to talk about the people under the stairs. So first of all, welcome back. Um, hope everyone had an awesome week uh, and uh, and so forth. It's just with the news this week, um, I don't know about you guys, uh, all the way up here in Canada, we have been pretty focused on this couple in California and their bunch of kids pretty much held hostage for their entire lives. So I don't know, the minute I saw this on the news, it instantly made me think of this film and I don't think Wes Craven could ever imagine in a million years that something he made as a movie and for, you know, our entertainment could, you know, realistically be almost the, the true to life events for these kids. It's, it's pretty messed up. But anyways, um, you know, their story, very dark, not trying to make light of it. Um, you know, it's horrible. And I hope that those parents are, you know, brought to justice in like the most wicked way possible. Um, but essentially, um, you know, this film is pretty light at heart, given, given the subject that's going on. So this is an, um, the people understairs, you know, written, directed by Wes Craven. It's a 1991 comedy horror film. You know, and it starts a pretty mixed array cast. Um, we've got Brandon Adams as Poindexter or Fool Adam uh, Williams, uh, Everett McGill as Man or Daddy. Uh, we have Wendy uh, Robbie, who's the woman or Mummy. Um, this is Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Robson or Robson. Um, pardon me. We have AJ uh, Langer, uh, Alice Robson, their daughter. Uh, Ving Rames, we'll recognize him from the remake of Dawn of the Dead as Leroy. Sean Whalen, uh, his, um, you know, partner in crime, true to life. <laughs> Roach. Uh, Grandpa is Bill Cobbs. Uh, we have Kelly Jo Mister as Ruby. Uh, Jeremy Roberts as Spencer and uh, the vet cop, uh, John Hoster. Um, so uh, essentially the film... Um, focuses on Poindexter or Fool Williams. He's a resident of the Los Angeles ghetto. Uh, he and his family are being evicted from their apartment by their landlords. Um, and the Robsons, uh, who are believed to be a married couple, call themselves Mommy and Daddy, and they have a daughter named Alice. So Leroy and his associate Spencer and his fool decide that they're going to break into the Robson's household. Um, and, uh, essentially because of these gold coins that they keep hearing about. Um, once they realize that fool and this whole idea of putting him in is like this, uh, 
you know, um, Boy Scout isn't going to work. Essentially, they try um, with uh, Spencer uh, going in as a, um, a municipal worker. Um, and to his surprise, he ends up in the basement um, and is surrounded by pale children that are locked in this uh, kind of pen, like dungeon sort of thing. Um, so the Robsons and essentially Fool and Leroy, you know, they're sitting in the van and Leroy isn't going to have this. He doesn't want uh, Roach to make it out with all of the, uh, the good, uh, the goodies from their, their, their robbing. And essentially, um, from there, they decide to break into the house to find him. Uh, at this point, they find a dead body. Well, essentially the, the, the Robsons come home, um, and, uh, Essentially, you know, we see this big holdup between him uh, and, uh, well, between Daddy, uh, Mummy, and uh, <clears throat> Leroy. And uh, Fool essentially is able to escape. Now, from this, Fool, you know, discovers Daddy and his, uh, the cannibalistic children. Um, and essentially, he uh, he meets... Oh, guys, I'm so sorry. Roach is the friend. So this is the guy who lives in the walls. Um, their friend Spencer is the robber. So, um, he, he basically is reunited with Roach. Um, you know, we think he's something evil the way it all sets up, you know, Alice talks to him. So it's kind of confusing there. Um, but essentially he helps fool get away from these cannibalistic children that live under the stairs and essentially tries to escape daddy. Um, he'll end up giving uh, fool the small bag of gold coins, you know, down the road that he was looking for essentially, but it's kind of neat. Um, and we see kind of this whole, you know, almost like one of those old British comedies of like people, uh, you know, when you have like the main person chasing the other person and all this chaos in between from Roach popping up to the dog, um, to mummy, to Alice, you know, there's all these things that kind of inter interfere, um, with this story. Um, and, uh, essentially long story short, uh, fool, you know, finds a way to escape. Um, and he promises to return for Alice. Um, and, uh, it, Fool finds out um, that the gold that he has is enough to pay for the rent in his mother's surgery, as his mother's quite ill. Um, and he finds out that mummy and daddy and uh, this cr- has this crazy long line of crazy inbred family members. Um, and they ran a funeral home, selling cheap coffins, so on and so forth. So he finds out, you know, and he's going to basically, um, he vows to make uh, right to uh, wrong to right and essentially goes back to help Alice. So he reports the Robsons to child welfare and the police are investigating the house. Uh, Fool sneaks into the back and reveals to Alice that she is not their daughter and that she was stolen from her birth parents as well as the other children from the basement kind of have that feeling all along um but anyways um mummy finds out um alice knows the truth believes and knows about fool turning them against them however the cannibalistic children charge at mummy causing her to flee and um and run into a knife held by alice the children then seize her and throw her into the basement where she lands dead at daddy's feet daddy finds fool in the vault um where fool sets off explosives which demolishes the house and causes the money to blow up through the cream uh the crematorium chimney um in the crowd to the crowd outside um of course dad's killed in the basement and alice and fool are reunited to a happy ending um and all the kids are of course freed um you know long story short it's got some pretty dark moments some pretty uh some pretty light ones and some pretty comedic ones in between um personally i I thought it was great. I mean, this is just Wes Craven's work at its finest. Um, you know, we have something that's terrifying, yet at the at the other at the 
complete other time, you know, you're completely focused and in love with your characters and you just, you know, you want them to escape. Uh, I mean, fool, this, this was just, I don't know. I was in love with this film and I just think it's, it's was written long before it's time. It's, it's dealing with such issues that are still like relevant today. And I just highly recommend if you haven't seen it, you need to check this movie out. Um, so of course, like I said, released in 1991 and it was, uh, released at the number one spot, um, over that week. Weekend, so it raised uh, 5.5 million, um, and you know, essentially doing fairly well internationally. <clears throat> it opened up, of course, to mixed reviews, like typical horror films. Um, I mean, it only has a 61% uh, rating, but I mean, this is one of those ones that's it's just one of Wes Craven's work you can't help but admire. Um, now, I did find out there was news of a remake. Of course, this was back when Last House on the Left was just coming into the play, the remake. They were also talking about doing a remake of Shocker. Um, and to our dismay, the uh, Last House on the Left remake fell flat in 2009. So they pretty much, you know, there hasn't been any words since. So I cannot but feel that they pretty much just dropped shocker and the people under the stairs for now um you know let's see what goes on come on jason bloomhouse i hope you're listening let's see a remake of people under the stairs uh, but uh, anyways from there um you know i didn't realize but i guess the universal studio universal studios attraction in florida uh they incorporate some of the film's plot um into their halloween horror night so i think that'd be pretty cool to check out anyways guys uh, pretty brief on this week um but uh you know i could go on and on about how much I love the film, but it's pretty boring for you guys. Um, but yeah, essentially great movie, uh, just really funny and, um, highly recommend it. I'd love to know what your thoughts are guys. So reach out to me on social media. Um, again, thank you to all who participated in the giveaway. Uh, Mel, uh, knows in a book, um, or Mel, um, congratulations again. And, uh, and, Definitely pay attention, guys, because I'll be doing one shortly. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I said, reach out to me on social media if you have any ideas for uh, a film you'd like me to cover. And, uh, yeah, can't wait till next week. All the best, guys.